0: episode of 27 of the and Cooking Podcast, and it's another Sunday sweep here. I'm Addy, and it's Cardiff in Australia, and thank you for joining us once more. So we've just recorded the Ashes A Conversation an episode, so go and listen to that. We'll put that out first, and then this one. Um, but yeah, in terms of what happened. There was a wicket first ball of War we burned after Joe opted to bat, and um, and the excellent bowling attack of England, um, of England, of Australia, um, made sure that the English batsman was skittled for 147. Uh, the Australian top order looked in sublime form, with Warner making 94, with Shane making 70. And then after a mini-turbulent period, uh, Robinson picking up two wickets and two balls, it was Travis Head who was utterly superb in a counter attacking innings of 150 Um, he took Australia to a massive lead of 270 odd Um, England uh, their openness didn't do much and then Milan and Root they had a very good partnership 150 and things were looking bright at the end of day three for England they might on uh, they might have been able to go on and win the uh, test match or draw it but then on day four, a Nathan Lyon, who was fouling for his 400th wicket in Test matches, I saw the back of Milan, and then there, that ensued a collapse on the England half, and Australia knocked off the needed 17 runs to complete a first win in the Ashes. I think that's a very, very quick overview, uh, and it, I did pretty well there. Moving on,
1: the English Lions. Um, they played a four-day test match in Australia against Australia A. So Australia batted first and their innings lacked a substantial score from any of their batsmen. The pitch looked to be playing a few tricks, I think. Um, a lot of them were out in their 30s. The main talking point was Usman Kawaja who is fighting for his spot in the test team, making only 11 in the first innings and worse, I think it was like 5 in the second, whilst his counterpart batting 5 at the Gabba, Travis Head, made 150 in it, 150, so it's, I think there's no real threat to his position there. Um, Australia was dismissed for 2013. Uh, England's batting was absolutely horrendous as Michael Nyssa, also in the conversation, or slightly in the conversation for a spot in the Australian test team, crippled the English top order, picking up a Pfeiffer and, and made his case clear to the Australian selectors.
0: In Australia's second innings, it was the Queenslander Bryce Street who made 119 and Nick Maddinson uh, made a quick fight of 71, propelling the Aussies to a 459 run lead, that's a hefty one uh, adding into the uh, the last two sessions of the third day, over oh, the whole day still left in the game, Bracey James Bracey, the keeper is currently on 57 and he is key for any of England's chances of remaining the whole day but as it seems i'm just looking at the scorecard now um basically after making a wonderful 113 he was dismissed by Secretary and Ben Fox, at the other keeper in the side he made 73 don best 25 but it was um an all-round running performance as nessa picked up two security two as repson had two and so did matt Renshaw with i was off to as they bowled out England Lions uh, for 347, winning by 112 runs, with Michael Nisa being the man of the match. Bangladesh hosting Pakistan for their second test match. We had several rain interruptions in this contest, uh, with the third session on day one, the majority of day two and the whole of day three being sacrificed uh, to the monsoon weather in Bangladesh. Um, but at the start of day one, we saw Pakistan make a 161 after electing to bat with Shafiq and, uh, and Abid Ali. Uh, they got off to a good start, but they fell to the left arm orthodox of the Islam. The senior figures, Asif Ali um, and Baba Azam looked in great nick and remained not at, up to day four when they fell within a matter of overs. Farid Alam and Mohammed Rizwan helped themselves at a quick 50s, and Pakistan batted on for 30 more overs. They declared on precisely 300 for four. Bangladesh, they had the chance to really play how they wanted to, but they were erratic and lost the plot very quickly. The right arm Mospiner, Sajid Khan, was the record-in-chief uh, with six wickets on day four, and with the follow-on looming, he had at two more on the start of five. His his superb eight of a 42, along with Shaheen Afridi's uh, a cannoning of Khalid Ahmed's stumps meant that Bangladesh was skittled for 87 in just 32 overs. An ugly show for the home side, and apart from Najmul Shanto and by Hassan's 30s, and nothing helpful from anyone else.
1: They forced to follow on and it was the seamer's turn to appear on the stage. Shaheen Afridi and Hassan Ali teared the top order apart. Mushfika Rahim and Litton Das salvaged a need of the hour partnership of 73 and took them through to lunch. But Sajid Khan was way too good. He had litton pulling to square leg to find Fawad Alam. Shakib joined Rahim and there was another sure but shaky sh- rebuild before Mushfika was found with his bat slightly in the air as he dived to prevent being run out. After a long consideration, he was sent on his way just before the tea rake.
0: All hope vested on the Tali Shaggy Shagiba Hassan's shoulders. Mehdi Hassan held on with him for a good 20 overs. But, and you're going to find this entertaining, Karthik, an ingenious move from Captain Barber as he turned his arm over himself um, and picked up his maiden international wicket to have Mehdi Hassan as he tried to sweep, um, that was a big blow uh, given at the time was running out in the Test match. Uh, Shaqib fell to a lapse of concentration um, as I read on the ESPN report uh, Sajid Khan uh, who had his tenth for the match. At this point, a Bangladesh needed just 13 more runs to get to Pakistan's total and a secure draw, they added four before Khalid um, edged through to Rizwan off Sajid, Tejal Islam and Abd al-Hussein are courageously blocked on for any of the five overs. Um, it was very Anderson and Panasar-esque uh, of 2009 in Cardiff. Uh, but the unquestioned star of the show, Sajid Khan, had the last laugh as he struck a total Islam in front. A handing Pakistani thrilling. Innings and eight one victory. Um I just like I finish it. I'm sorry if that sounded very much like an article, um <laughs> but I sometimes get on these roles and I and I just write stuff um because but, uh, yeah. Right Karthik, let's go to another Asian side, India. Yes, so India are
1: preparing for their test tour of South Africa. So they're playing three tests and three ODIs, starting on Boxing Day at the Centurion. The second test starts on January third in Johannesburg, and the last one in Cape Town. The ODIs in PAL and Cape Town as well. The more the more interesting news is that Rohit Sharma was made ODI captain without formal without a formal resignation from Virat Kohli. Um, there was rumours that Virat Kohli was only given two days notice to resign and. You know it's sort of harsh, isn't it, Addy?
0: Hmm. I I don't know what to make of it. Um. What we heard f- from the chairman of VCCI, uh, sorry, Ganguly, was that they had asked Coley not uh, to step down as the T Twenty captain, and then that the selectors uh, didn't want to split the limbs as captaincy. Um. And so they wanted a complete separation between red ball and white ball. I kind of buy that argument. But at the same time, you shouldn't be pressurizing a great of the game. Um, and a fantastic captain um, who delivered 51 wins in 78 ODIs, um, which, doing some quick maths, is definitely around 80% um, as a success rate, which is pretty good, for a side. Um, but if we can look back at Kohli's Captain Sigarthic, He
1: became captain on January in 2017. He took India to the final of the Champions Trophy in 2017, but famously lost to um, Pakistan in the final. He took them to the semi-final of 2019 World Cup and yet again could not deliver the trophy as they were bundled by New Zealand. He had 51 from 78 ODIs, as you did say. And um, yeah, I think it's the end of... A successful but I think disappointing error of ODI captaincy for Virat Kohli as well because I think he was destined for much more and especially since he hasn't brought an ICC trophy home.
0: I think we can be happy with what he did but we're left wanting more mm. be- because we know of how good this Indian team is. But he is in charge of, of the Test team and they're now at the Test squad this week with Rohit being made vice captain which is a demotion for Ajinkya Rahane, which implies that maybe they aren't sure his place in the side. Uh, looking at the batsmen then, you've got Arohit and Rahul at the top, along with Agarwal as now a backup. Uh, you have Pujara, Koli and Rahane, along with Aya and Bihari as the middle-order batsmen. And then you have uh, Punt and Saha as the keepers. Moving on to the bowlers,
1: you have for the fast bowlers you've got Ishant Sharma, Mohammed Shami, Ush- Umesh Yadav and Jasprit Bumrah as well as Mohammed Siraj and that that's that's a really good
0: bowling lineup isn't it From India And Taco it's And yeah uh, I think it's the biggest pace back we've had in a long time because um yeah it's uh, it was the line that we took uh, to England I think um isn't it yeah yeah so it
1: looks it looks very strong mm. and then you've got for your spinners, you've got Chandran Ashwin and Jaint Yadav. Only two spinners that they're taking, but Hanumar Vihari can also uh, roll over his arm a bit. I think Jade- Jadeja and Axar Patel are injured, didn't you say? Andy? Yeah,
0: yeah, they're injured and that's a significant blow because now this this attack is a little bit one-dimensional. Because yes, Ashwin can bowl some leg spin, but now they're all right-handed bowlers. And I don't think... yeah, and there are no, there are no left-handed bowlers in this attack. Unless, for some magical reason, Punt decides to start bowling. Um, (laughs) uh, I can't really see that happening. Um, So, yeah, this is a pretty one-dimensional attack. And Jadeja is just a huge asset, of course, in the field. And and with the bat as well. In terms of South Africa, it's a return for Duan Olivier. I challenge you to remember his name. You probably won't. I think he played in England. No. Well yes, he um he played against England or against Australia one of the two in 2019 I think it was and he was uh, simply outstanding. Um he's a pace bowler. Mm-hmm. A very tall one. And then like um, like many people who I didn't have trust in the South African system, he came over here and played as a Colpak player um which the whole call pack system has just been a massive, massive problem for South African cricket, and now it's been banned because of um, a Brexit. But for South Africa, they also have a timber as their um, vice captain, who's back after injury. But yeah, it's a pretty good squad. Lots of new names I can see. Um, I think there's a few maiden call ups as well. They've got. At least in Bowling Attack, of course, in Rabala, Norkia, Alungi Nguidi, Duan Olivier, and there's quite a few um, other names I've not seen before. I think we'll see quite
1: a few debutants yeah. in this series from South Africa. Um, and They are a rebuilding squad, so I think if they can give these new players some experience,
0: it'll do their whole country well. And it's their first series in this cycle of the World Test Championship. Right, finally to round off the car pick, from Deathmatches to the Big Bash.
1: Yeah, so there's lots of VBL games taking place as the Aussie summer comes into full swing. You um, started off with a bang as Sydney Sixers made a massive 213 Ooh. against the Stars on the back of Philippi's 83 and Henrique's 76. They took home a convincing win as the Stars crumbled to 61 all out. Wow. Another
0: notable... What an opening match. 152 and fifty-two-one win. You're
1: yeah, joking me. so... God's It sake.
0: was... Wow. I think... That's... Um, that's... That's some start to the season. Uh, aren't they the current and defending champions?
1: Yeah, they are. Yeah, they've, yeah. They've won back-to-back. Yeah. So I think they'll be firm contenders for the 3 mm. Another notable team is the Scorchers, who have gone 2-of-2 and currently looking to be a real contender for the trophy this year. They have Bancroft, Mitchell Marsh, Colin Monroe, who just scored 100, and Curtis Patterson are all in top form. Along with this, last season's BBL rules are still in place, so this includes the bash boost point, the X-Factor players, and and the timeouts.
0: What are your thoughts on that, Addy? Yeah, we've spoken about like this before, haven't we, on the podcast? Um, I think it's good. I think it's quite innovative. But it can sometimes detract from the actual cricket. Um, it definitely has some value. Um, didn't the, um, the Hobart Hurricanes win a match as well?
1: Yeah, no. Mm. There's been lots of games. Uh, oh Hobart right. Hurricanes. I think every team has
0: won a game apart from Brisbane Heat, which Ooh, have lost okay. from two. Oh, yeah. so, um, um I talked to us about Brisbane Heat. Then your uh, is a side that you follow. Of course, you, uh, you live in yeah. Queensland. Um, what what can we expect from this side? Who's there? The player to look out for and stuff like that. I think the player to
1: look out for is uh, Ben Duckett. So he's the English yeah. international yeah, yeah. who's come over. I think he made quite a name for himself in the T uh, Twenty Blast and the Hundred. I'm guessing. yes, so yeah. So they brought him over. He looked in his first game, which I watched. He looked. He, he made forty, but nothing came out the middle. It okay. was like four drop catches, everything dropping in spaces. So I think he is a player to watch out for. Um, what really bad about Brisbane Heat is their bowling lineup. We mm. have little to no experience. Um, I think we brought over another English guy. I don't know Guthrie is he English? I'm not sure. Guthrie, but I'm not sure. He's not. They they're not performing well. So I think that's why they've lost the test. Ma- they've lost their games this season as well.
0: And that's it for the Sunday sweep. A relatively short one, but if you want more of our voices, which I'm sure you do, because our voices are just so sweet and lovely to listen to, aren't they? Uh, you can go on to the conversation and episode, um, and if you listen to that as well, well, you're a legend. Um, if you attend this message on Twitter uh, or via email, uh, we will give you a massive cash prize of praise and appreciation. Um, <laughs> give you a shout out. we'll give you a shout out on the next episode yeah okay right uh, thank you Karthik and we will
1: uh, see you next week thank you Adi have a good week everyone and see you
0: next time